Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mr. Bryan, you're not only the executive director of the CCLA, you're also a former Ontario Attorney General. When you saw and heard the decision taken by Premier Ford on Friday that police and other empowered agencies would have the right to stop vehicles and demand to know from people in those vehicles where they were going and why they weren't at home, what was your reaction? Well, I thought that um, uh, somebody uh, had won an argument at the cabinet table uh, that they shouldn't have because it may, because what they had crafted was had just gone too far and ventured so far away from what's permitted under the Constitution that um, I I knew that we had to get in court quickly to to stop this or uh, as it turns out. Um, you know, uh, between uh, the efforts that we made in the in the media and uh, and the added voices um, from police leadership across the province and and many mayors, uh, the the province did a U-turn, issued a new regulation. And um, but to answer your question, I was horrified when I saw it. I um, I was afraid, uh, my, you know, for many, many people, but particularly racialized minorities who would, set, I know, because I, because I, you know, they spoke to me and they, they said, uh, I'm just so afraid to go outside because historically, uh, that's what happens when these powers come up is, uh, it's, it's, it, 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 it's back to the old, um, way of, you know, driving while black wow. or walking while black, uh, People would get pulled over just because of the color of their skin or because of how they looked, and and that can't be right. In what was what was your case going to be? Uh, we were going to bring an injunction. We were challenging the regulation on the basis that it violated uh, a, a bunch of uh, constitutional principles. One of them is no arbitrary detention, and this is sort of by definition what they were proposing was arbitrary detention. So to to be stopped for no reason, literally, there were no grounds. Normally, the and, and the way it now works is the police have some grounds to stop you. They can't just stop you for no reason. They need to have a reason for it. They need to have seen something or received some information or obtained a warrant. And on that basis, they they stop you. You know your you know your headlights out or whatever it may be. They can pull you over for that. They can't just pull you over for no reason. But this law allowed them to pull you over for no reason. So the problem was arbitrary detention. It was um, unlawful arrest. And then the, under Section 7 of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, ironically, this was we were doing this on the anniversary of the Charter. That's <laughs> on right. Saturday. 39th anniversary. Um, yeah. uh, it was a, a violation of our uh, uh, people's liberty uh, in a way that's not consistent with the okay, principles let me of ask fundamental you, justice. There was no process. Let involved. me ask you this question. Uh, the procurement minister, the federal procurement minister, Anita Anand, has told uh, Global News, the West Block, Mercedes Stevenson, that uh, they are not ruling out, the federal government is not ruling out any options that could help, I'm reading from the news story here, curb Canada's third wave of COVID-19, including invoking the Canada Emergencies Act. How do you feel about that? How does the CCLA feel about that? Well, you know, we, we already have every province, uh, you, you know, exercising their authority over the Emergencies Act. The, the federal government has room to exercise the Emergencies Act within their sphere, so, um, you know, at the borders and um, airports, for example. But, you know, they don't, it, the federal government is really 
only can only play a supportive role in this context. And the way that the war, you know, the Emergencies Act work right now is if the province is in is is saying no thanks federal government, then the federal government doesn't have any any role to play. And so uh, this is I think a politician who's trying to make it sound like their government can do more than it can right now. The truth is that this is this whether rightly or wrongly, the situation we have in Canada is that the local governments are the most important governments, and they're the ones kind of running this show. The problem with that, of course, is that it means we have literally 12 cooks in in this kitchen, and not one chef, but but 12 of them. And and uh, and getting everybody to coordinate is, uh, I mean, is is frankly impossible. And so so there there is no yeah. override provision for the federal That's government to enact no, the Emergencies not, Act. No, not no. No, not not over the whole. They they couldn't step in and say we're now going to take this over, Doug Ford. We're going to take this over, yeah. uh, Premier uh, Horgan. We're going to take this over, Jason Kenney. It, it's just it's not right. it's not doable. I think what he means is using it in the context of um, of the federal um, sphere of influence, which you know, which of which there are many, but um, it you know it just doesn't include healthcare, education and transportation, which is right. which are the biggest one. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.